Welcome to the Celebrating Spirit podcast, episode seven. I talked last week about the fact that we can't really find our spiritual purpose. We can't search for it. It's already part of us and it has to unfold. So one of the things that we're always being challenged to do is to stop doing. I think it's in our nature as humans, isn't it? To want to search for something, to want to seek out, to want to learn. And we do that all through our lives in a variety of different ways, both from a thought perspective, from an energetic perspective, from an emotional perspective, and from a spiritual perspective. You know, we're just engendered with this need to do something. But from a personal point of view, In order to actually enable spiritual understanding to unfold, we are actually challenged all of the time to embrace just allowing ourselves to be. And when we think of the way that we live our life, when we think of the physical, human, material existence that we have, it's very difficult because we're always rushing about doing something or other. You know, we have a home to run most of the time. You know, we have practical things like cleaning and laundry and cooking and all those kind of day-to-day things and DIY and ironing that we have to do. And then we have um, the thing that we do that earns us a living. So it might be that we're going out to work, it might be that we work from home, it might be that we work for ourselves or we work for other people. And life is getting busier and busier and busier. And then we also have the connections that we have to make with other people. We have catching up with friends, catching up with family, catching up online. So we're always busy doing something. And one of the challenges that we come across on a very personal perspective when we start to look at ourselves and understand ourselves from a spiritual perspective and start to understand and work with and develop that aspect of spirit within us, one of the challenges that we are always being asked to embrace is to just be, to stop. And it's a contradiction, isn't it? But so much of what we know and what we learn about spirit and about our own sense of spirit is a contradiction. And it's almost like the yin and the yang of the universe, you know, where there's darkness there has to be light where there's light there has to be darkness and so there has to be a balance and so there is a contradiction and it's the contradiction actually it's in the center of the contradiction it's in the moment between the breath that moment between breathing in and breathing out it's in that second that millisecond that nanosecond that we actually connect to our soul and the understanding of so much about ourselves and the understanding of so much about ourselves from a spiritual perspective comes in between the contradiction. It comes in that space between one aspect and the contrary other aspect. And all of those realisations, all of those understandings that then help us to enable our 
aspect of spiritual understanding to a certain degree, all of those moments only come to us, those aha moments, those, oh my gosh, that makes sense, that's why I've been travelling this path for the last 10 years and this issue has always been arising. All of those moments, they only come when we stop because the busyness of life, the activity of life, it creates a momentum that is not the momentum of the soul. It's the momentum of life. It's the momentum of moving through a physical human existence, but it is not the momentum of the soul. The momentum of the soul is stillness. The momentum of the soul is the space between the ripples on the pond. And the only way that we allow that energy of the soul to rise, that moment of understanding to rise to the point within us that it starts to enter our active consciousness so that it can be understood. The only way we do that is by being. So even as life gets faster and faster and faster and faster and our energy gets faster and our mind gets faster, for every aspect of speed that we recognise and we adhere to within the physical world, to the same extent, in order to embrace who we are and to allow our soul to express itself through us, for every moment of speed that we live with within the physical world, our soul asks us to match that by stillness. It asks us to match the loudness, the noisiness of life by the quietness, by the moments of silence. And we're not asked to match a little bit of silence with a lot of noise. We're asked to match it in part. So if we have within our day seven hours of of noise, we're asked to find seven hours of stillness and silence. Now the difference is that when we enter into that stillness, into that silence, then we enter that aspect where space and time is not the same as we experience it down here. So I know I remember years ago when I was um, learning Reiki and um, if you've done Reiki you'll know this and there's something that Yusui had come across when he was training and teaching and learning which is that an hour's Reiki can be the equivalent of seven hours of sleep or something thereabouts and it's that aspect that when you harness the moment, the perfect moment where your energy expands, your soul rises into being and it enfolds your physical and energetic being, then time stops. So it sounds incredible and unachievable to say that if we have seven hours of loudness within our day, then we need to also to find seven hours of silence and stillness. 
But if we can be in that space where time is suspended, then those seven hours can happen within a fraction of that time. And it's not about the actual amount of time, it's the quality of time. So seven hours of total stillness within the moment, in that expanded aspect of ourself, which is our soul, may only be half an hour, depending on the quality of that connection that we have. But that seven hours within that space, which is about 30 minutes, 60 minutes, whatever time you have, quality time in that moment is enough to regenerate and to reconnect and to help us to support that nurturing and that unfoldment of ourselves and our spirit. But we only get to that stage by being. We only get to that stage by allowing ourselves to stop for a moment And it's interesting because there are lots of people that have contacted me recently to say that they're having difficulty sitting and that they're having difficulty finding that stillness and that space to sit. And there's always a moment if you listen to your body and you listen to the wisdom, the intuitive voice that's there, that's residing within you, there's always, always a moment when you are pulled to sit quietly. Now, for a lot of us, we put it off, we hear that voice and we think, oh no, I've just got to hang the washing out, I've just got to finish this email, I've just got to do this bit of work, I've just got to go and get the shopping. But if we actually stop at that moment when we hear that urging to sit The reason we're hearing that urging at that particular moment in time is because from an energetic perspective, we are in the perfect optimal state at that moment to sit and to move effortlessly and easily into that space within our soul, which enables us to move into that aspect of space where there is no time, where five minutes can seem like an hour and where half an hour can seem like seven or eight hours in terms of the rejuvenating quality that comes with that aspect of being connected to source, to connected to our soul, connected to spirit, connecting to that divinity that's within us. So if we listened at that moment in time and sat we would connect without any effort at all to that space within us. But in order to get to that moment where we hear and allow ourselves to hear and then action that inner voice, we have to stop doing and we have to allow ourselves to be. And it's tough because, you know, most of us, If we sit down for a moment, and I'm sitting down here as I'm talking to you, and there's a bit of me that could think, you know, Nick, those windows need washing. You're going to have to do that. So why don't you go and do it now while you're sat down? 
And there would have been a bit of me a few years ago that would have said that and that wouldn't have been comfortable sitting down, so would have got up to do the windows. But we have to allow ourselves to understand that it is not idleness. It is not lethargy when we sit down to have however long we have just being, just being in the space, just being in the moment. It isn't a luxury. It isn't something that is negotiable. It's actually intrinsically necessary to the health of who we are to allow ourselves to be nurtured by the energy and the presence of our soul. Because what we don't realise is that when we sit within the energy of the soul, we are actually allowing ourselves to be nourished and to be nurtured by that energetic aspect of divinity that sits within us. And that energetic aspect of divinity that sits within us, which comes through to us via our soul, has the most potent power to heal, to nurture, to help, to comfort. So it, we have to get out of the mindset of feeling guilty for being and not doing. We have to get out of the mindset of letting other people make us feel guilty for doing something that is intrinsically necessary for our health and well-being. Not just our spiritual health and well-being, but our physical, mental and emotional health and well-being. Whatever other challenges we may face in life, and there are always challenges, our mind is trained to be busy. Our mind is a computer which is trained to learn. And we as individuals, as we come into contact with all sorts of, of spiritual activities and tools and resources, we want to dive in and we want to learn because that is who we are. We have, we have an innate desire to learn. Knowledge is power. We want to learn as much as we can to enable ourselves to experience as much as we can, to unfold as much as we can. And none of that is wrong, but we must balance it out by allowing ourselves just to be. And the challenge that we are always asked to embrace, that we will always be asked to embrace, is not to live a spiritually empowered life. Because if we allowed ourselves to be, we would be living a spiritually empowered life. So the challenge is actually to allow ourselves to be to allow ourselves to be in the moment, not to do, not to think, but just to allow ourselves to be totally and absolutely within our own energy, within the present moment, being, not doing. And if we can embrace and master that challenge, then everything else unfolds as if by magic, just as it should, because suddenly we are aligned with exactly who we are meant to be at exactly the time that we are meant to be that aspect of ourselves. 
So embrace the challenge of being. Let go of the busyness of doing and embrace the challenge of being. Let the autumn sun go.